Come with me and you'll see All the junk we stash behind the curtain There is no word I know In this world that rhymes with curtain I'm fairly certain Hello. Hello. Oh, oh, you're starting. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, yes, I was gonna start this. Oh, okay. Did you not want me to? Oh, you can go. Go ahead. You sure? Yeah, it's. You can introduce it's all right it. With I don't me. care. Okay. Hey, oh, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> gather around, everybody. It's your ripping me off, rude. Good morning, everybody. Good evening, everybody. This is Dylan Thomas. And today, I don't know how to open this. I'll just pass the mic on to uh, MC Spencer. You were doing so good, though. All uh, you had to do is say who your special uh, guest was. I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing yeah. here? <laughs> this is your interview. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you going to ask me the question yet? <laughs> You're the one conducting the interview. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Dylan Thomas. Today, we will be interviewing Spencer the William Borup. Uh, what's what's my name? Spencer the no. William Borup. Say my name. Spencer. <laughs> what's my what's my title? I don't know. I don't watch your show. Honestly. Wow. I, 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 you don't even watch it, but you're doing you're interviewing me. What is this? D and D or something? Whoa, my is, easy. Okay, easy. You're stepping there. You're stepping there, bro. <laughs> All right, everybody, we have Spencer Borup, the lovable GM, the black-hearted GM. We will be asking him some questions just uh, behind the curtain, behind the curtain. We're doing du- we're doing dual curtains in this theater. It's I like it. Pretty deluxe. Pretty, nice velvety. Yeah. I'm picturing like almost like a, 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 a purpley, violety curtain you know you need like two people to open these curtains there's so many curtains you got one on each side <laughs> uh, so yes as dylan said we're going to be doing a series of interviews dylan will be conducting all the interviews so get ready for some good times uh and this is just a way to get to know all the cast members a little bit better um so yes uh take it away take what it away. uh <clears throat> what is your first Question for me. Question number zero. Zero? Because I had one, but then I thought of one before that. Oh, okay. So. Question okay. zero. Who is Spencer? Who am I? Who are you? What, uh, what, <laughs> what do you want to know? That's a loaded question. <laughs> what do you do outside of the show? Outside the show. When you're not a GM. When I'm not a GM. What do you do? So my my games, I can't talk about my games outside the show. <laughs> that's That's my life. It's the show or the games on the weekends. You wake up, you game. <laughs> yep. Go to bed. I wake up, I go to work, and I all I, all day I think about gaming. <laughs> uh, no, I work as an account accounts payable clerk at a granite countertop fabrication company. Uh, I enjoy watching movies. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites is on the website. It is good old Tropic Thunder. That's a very hilarious movie uh not family friendly though so we're off brand for just a moment <laughs> uh, uh i enjoy watching you're bleep kind of, right yeah. we're off brand <laughs> easy easy i don't have a sensor button 
The Flash season five is currently on Netflix right now. They just released that on Netflix. So, you know, if somebody listens to this way in the future, it's going to be completely irrelevant. <laughs> but that's now on. I'm, very, I'm a big fan of The Flash. Um, really like Battlestar Galactica. Another excellent, excellent show. Um, that's about all I do. I yeah, I think I a lot of my time is consumed with podcasting and taking this thing off, and then prepping for games on Saturdays and watching stuff on Hulu. So that Thanks. is me. Uh, that was like all my questions. So uh, that, that's uh, that's a wrap. So Wait, we'll see you next that was week. all of them. <laughs> I said you had ten. Well, that was about nine of them. So. Are you serious? <laughs> Question question uh, number two, number one. <laughs> okay. Uh, GMing or gaming? GMing or playing? Yes. Uh, GMing. Easy. I am a bit of a control freak in case <laughs> in case the people listening <laughs> couldn't realize from the show. And uh, how many uh, how many are you GMing right now? So we got the podcast, and then we have our Saturday game where we're playing the Iron Fang Invasion. And then you're in my other group where we're playing Dead Sons Starfinder. Uh, Starfinder is also great. So, which do you like better, Starfinder or Pathfinder? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm a true sci-fi buff. Like if I if it came down to it between fantasy and sci-fi, I will always choose sci-fi. I think I don't know. I I enjoy I enjoy the technology. And the science that comes from sci-fi a little bit more than the high fantasy setting. So, but when you combine the two, you have the high fantasy, the magic, and the you know, and the great lore that that Paizo has created. I, it's like saying which one's my favorite child. So <laughs> I don't know if I can really, but I think Starfinder to me personally is just a little bit. More like my speed. It's easier um, to connect to. It's easier to connect to. Yes, you know what a laser gun is. Mm-hmm. But if if I recall, one episode you uh you uh found a brazier. Oh in, yeah, in the brazier. Yeah, the the brass brazier <laughs> that was holding fire. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh so yeah, a little little easy. There's no braziers in space, as far as I've I've read. I haven't I haven't found a brazier yet. So we don't have to worry about that. That rule book hasn't come out yet. No. When it does, I'll let everybody know. I will let I'll let the whole I'll write a do do I'll write a whole blog post about it. That they there's a Brazier in Starfinder now. I'll look forward to that. <clears throat> I, I really enjoy Starfinder. I think yeah. I prefer more. Uh Starfinder or D and D. Well, those are two completely different publishing companies. <laughs> <laughs> uh I've played I've played 3.5 D&D once and then I've played 5th edition a couple times but Pathfinder's always been what's been in the house. I grew up playing it with Philip and then I got into GMing myself and so Pathfinder's always been my bread and butter. Not that I don't enjoy D&D. I have like I said I played it a few times and I have had a great time every time that I have played it. I think but I think Pathfinder will always be my go to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So back to how many were GMing. I think we got to two. We got to three. Got to three. Yeah. I only have the three. And then how many are you in, not GMing? And then I'm in your game. You're running the Aeon Throne, another Starfinder game, and that's about it. So currently four games are on revolving. So the Starfinder game doesn't meet as regular as unfortunately as the podcast or the or you know, our group. So the Iron Fang group. So yeah. 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 So uh when did Philip get you into uh, I so I remember my story with that. I remember there was one time. I think we were actually playing D and D. I don't think it was Pathfinder. But the first time I was ever introduced to a role playing game, it was raining outside, and so for some reason I always associate rainy days with gaming. So when it's like chucking down outside, all I want to do is come home and play. Like that's just all I want, or just prep my face off when it's raining. Um, so the last week was very productive. Because <laughs> it's been, it's been great, rain. yeah. Uh, so, I really enjoy, uh, what was the question again? Something about tofu. <laughs> uh, when, did, when did you start? <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, so, so, I started, I think, like I said, I think it was D&D, rainy day, and it was Philip, myself, and then two lifelong friends we've had. Uh, they're essentially family at this point, but we were playing, and we got really into the role-playing. I mean, like, we were acting stuff out. There was one point our characters got captured by, I think, some elves or something, and we were tied up. And so Philip like, had a, had us sit on the floor with our hands behind our back, and then he, like— like he pretended to like spit food in our face because we were hungry and we were like begging for food, and so it was that was a lot of fun. But that was my first memory, and that was over ten years ago. And then started GMing, uh, two three years ago. Well, three years ago, and did a homebrew. I think I've talked about the homebrew on behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. That fell through, and then as most now we've homebrews yeah, do. most homebrews do. Well, most games do. It's 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 a, quite the accomplishment for a game to finish, but uh, so did that, and then that's when I realized I enjoyed GMing a lot. Was when I started doing the homebrew, and did, and then just started doing the podcast, and we've been going strong for two years now. So, nice. speaking of which, we still need to finish that one dungeon crawl we started, guys. Weekend. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to derail her. <laughs> Anywho. All right, so I know you like creating characters. Yes. Up the wazoo. <laughs> so. That's also Zachary, but this is my interview, so we won't talk about him. No, sure <laughs> Take me through the process of creating your characters. What kind of inspiration do you like to, to draw from? So... A lot of my character inspiration, just like I said, I really like watch movies and TVs. So a lot of my inspiration comes from the shows that I watch. A lot of my story creating process also comes from the the shows that I watch. We did a homebrew, a Starfinder homebrew that that uh, I kind of just let die. Um, but it, at when we played it, it was very fun. But it was also inspired by several shows that I really enjoyed. My characters are the same way they. Uh, I base them a, a lot off of of characters from TV shows and movies, um, and then change things to kind of fit in. In Pathfinder, I once made a a mesmerist that was a cult leader, 
and he was based off of a character from this show on Hulu called The Path. His name was actually the same name as the character because I have a really hard time with names, but I could come up with backstories and stuff like that. But the easiest way I have found is to get the character in place, select your class and you know fill in all its stats and everything. And while you're filling in everything, a lot of the backstory is going to start to come to you, and that's that's where it it gets really good is when you start coming up with the backstory. But when you start adding feats and traits, those spur thoughts about a backstory, and then you come. I come to my GM, uh, which is either you or Philip, or my are the two people that GM for me. I'll come to you guys and I'll say, okay, I have this idea. What do you think? And then the GMs will, you know, either say that's really good, maybe change this a little bit, and I do the same thing with my players, like you. You guys will come to me, and I'll I'll tweak things with you, and I'll help you kind of fit it in a little bit better. But I think that's probably my favorite part of the whole process is when you get to go to the GM and mm-hmm. actually tie it into the story. And that's when you have a full character. That's mm-hmm. when the character is completely done, and like, well, not completely done, but your stats and everything are done, and you've started coming up with the backstory. That's mm-hmm. when you take it to the the GM. But I agree, that is my favorite moment as well. Um, but other than that, I don't really have uh, too much character creation. I'm not what is referred to as a min-maxer. I I try to I try to make my character fit my story. So if my character in my story shouldn't be very smart, then that character probably won't be mm-hmm. a very smart character because you know if they've done stupid things throughout their life or they've gotten into situations they shouldn't have been in because they don't think clearly then you know their mental stats will kind of drop but maybe they're a lot stronger and that's how mm-hmm. they get out of those situations so I don't know that's the basis of a character right there that's a the start of a character. If you, if you didn't know what a character was <laughs> that's a character uh, that's one thing I've been trying to do with uh, the other one that you're GMing with my old man old man Jethro oh, yes is I like to I like to make him run out of of uh, steam. So if he has to make a long mm-hmm. sprint, I'll I'll just make him take his time, follow character, even though the rest of the party <laughs> doesn't like it and have to do all the yeah. work. <laughs> and that's something I really enjoy too. When when you're in the game and you're you're role playing, it's really cool. Like you know we we have all these conditions that people can take, and while they're not you know, fun to play with. I think they're fun because it adds a level of challenge to to the moment and it, you know, it, it shows, okay, you overexerted yourself. And mm-hmm. so I think, I can't remember if it was you or another character, but there have been moments where I, I do that. Like recently we, we had uh, Min, he got drunk, and so I made him sickened. So <laughs> just <laughs> things like that. But... And it's the same way when you're building a character as well. While it might not be a bonus to the character, if it's a really cool like backstory moment that you want to incorporate in that character's stats, that's when I that I really enjoy doing that. Like, why not take that because it it's slightly, you know, brings the effectiveness of your character down just a little bit, but it adds so much more to your story, mm-hmm. more depth, more depth instead of just the same character. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Minecraft creative mode where it's, yes. it's boring after a while. You can only create so many <laughs> <Yes>. things. <laughs> good, good. All right. So to the inspiration, mm-hmm. is there anything that you draw inspiration for Carrying Crown? 
Is there any specific shows or like podcasts or music that you listen to to get yourself in the mood? Sometimes I'll just turn on music and I'll get some really cool moments in my head. And a lot of times it's while I'm not even like really thinking about it Mm -hmm. because I can sit down and try to work on it and nothing will come, but I'll have kind of the basis for it. But then while I'm at my desk at work is usually when these come to me, it'll like a switch will flip on inside my brain and I'll have to stop what I'm doing and hurry and write it down so I don't forget about it. And then when I come home, I flesh it out a little bit more. And, but that's, that's usually how the inspiration process works for me is Mm -hmm. it, it rarely comes when I'm actually trying to (laughs) write something. It always comes after the fact, but like, uh, isn't that Thomas Edison? Mm-hmm. He's one that would come up with ideas while he was doing mediocre work. Are you ca- are you calling my accounting mediocre? <coughs> <laughs> you heard it, hear, heard it here live. <laughs> so, yes. Next question. Next question. Board games. Back to your board games. I know you have quite the collection. Yes, quite. The collection we were we were uh, looking through them right before we started the interview. We were. What is your favorite to play through? Well, when are you most excited to play next? So my favorite board game, technically a card game, is and always will be Cards Against Humanity. That game is definitely not family friendly, uh, but I love sitting around the table and playing cards that make people go what why would you play that like that that to me i think is so funny to get the rise out of people um and how many expansions do you have all of them i'm not even joking when i say that (laughs) i have all of them uh but they just get gloomhaven so excited to try that out that looks like a like a board game version of an RPG. And so. how much did that one weigh? Uh 12 pounds. It was like holding a small child. <laughs> Do you have any spoilers for those listening to this interview? Some pre-game information. I some backstory that we have not yet been shed to our ear holes yet. I do not like spoilers, so you're not going to get anything out of me. I could tell this is mostly for you. It is. But I'll you're probably not, just edit this out of the interview. <laughs> you're not going to get any of, of all them. All right, go ahead. Pause it now. Tell me <laughs> Tell me all of the, uh, the spoilers. Okay. And we're back. Okay. That was really good. Man, that was, oh, man, that brought a tear to my eye. I that know, was, right? That's beautiful. I can't wait to see that to see that flesh out in the in the In the story. In the, in the podcast, yeah. It's going to be legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really have any, like, major spoilers for the listeners, though. Um if you really want to find out, listen to the show. Um, that's the best way to learn about everything that's or going on. Or just buy all the modules and yeah, through those. or just buy all the modules. But just you know, there there's big things coming for sure. Uh, episode ninety three was. I was talking to the mother about this, and I realized there were moments from ninety three that I had been working on for over a year at the time of 93. So there's no way I could have kept that <laughs> that secret. Kept that secret that long. <laughs> Kudos to you. Kudos to you. Well, thank you. Uh, but yeah, just just bigger things coming. I hope to just expand on everything that I've 
been building and that the players have been coming to me with and and just keeping it going up from here. So it's too early to peak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it has to get better. <laughs> the uh, the website's looking really good. Oh, yes. The website if is. If you haven't checked that out, you should. It is Moy Beautyfell. Yes. A lot of man hours. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into that one. A lot of tears. I got a paper cut while I was working on the website and bled <laughs> on my desk. So literal blood went into and that just one. just worked through the pain. Yep. I didn't stop. Blood all over my keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> all right well all right, that's all the questions i have do you have any shout outs you want to make uh nope not right now not that i can think of Alrighty. well thanks for listening thank and you stay tuned for the next interview come with me and you'll see all the junk we stash behind the curtain there is no word i know In this world that rhymes with curtain, I'm fairly certain.